if you look at work, uh, you have time off for your vacation and you have mental health days as well now. But the question I have here is for divorce, there's nothing. Welcome to the Divorce Diaries, and I'm your host, Stéphane Jutra. Welcome back to another episode, and I really hope everybody's doing great. It's been a bit cold the past couple of weeks. We went down to, I think, minus 44 Celsius. I think it's around minus 44 Fahrenheit, which is very cold. You know, when the Fahrenheit, uh, the number for Fahrenheit gets bigger than the one in Celsius, you really know that you're in trouble. So, been a quite a cold week, but now it's getting a bit back to normal, so that's great. Uh, as you know, you probably heard from the little teaser before the episode. Uh, this week, I'd like to talk about about the topic that I haven't really touched upon, and I'm, I'm a bit surprised. Actually, I had to spend a couple of minutes just to go back in time with the episodes just to see if I talked about it before. I mean, as you know, you know, I've been touching upon a bunch of different topics and uh, how divorce affects you, your personal life. Divorce as a dad, as a mom, and relationship with the kids, and how it affects everybody around you. And, of course, a few episodes on money. But it, surprisingly, I didn't touch upon work and the work life. And, you know, everybody talks about work-life balance. Uh, it's something hard to get and hard to obtain when everything is going well in your life. Sometimes, you know, you have a lot of pressure from work, depending what you do. But I know it's something that really affected me. And it's something that, again, I don't know why I haven't talked about before, but it's definitely, uh, divorce definitely has an impact on your work. Divorce and separation. So I decided, you know what, for this episode, let's talk a bit about that. And as you know, did a bit of research on that front, got some t- statistics to share, and some of my point of view as well, because I've been working, uh, obviously, for a while. <laughs> and um, I was kind of the main breadwinner when I was married. So definitely that had a big impact on me. And after having the agreement and everything else and uh, child support and spousal support, it definitely uh, changes all, all the things and the work that you do. So there might be impact on that. So this definitely something I want to kind of talk about uh, a little bit more. And again, I kind of looked at, I mean, does it make a difference for men and women? Because obviously my podcast is geared towards the dad. But I think in that case, really, doesn't really matter, mom or dad. You know, whatever work you do, definitely divorce and separation has a big impact on it. So the first thing I, I did is, again, talking with some friends about that. And it's like, you know what, divorce is a very stressful moment in, in, in your life. I mean, going through it. And I know it's, for me, I have to say, it's probably one of the most stressful things that happened in my life, if not the most stressful. I mean, I'm trying to think about other things that happened in my life. But at this point, really, it's, it, I think it's really the most stressful. So, so you know what? I started looking at and doing a bit of research on the internet and see, you know what? What are the most stressful things that can happen in life? So I was kind of curious where, I'm sure divorce was in the list, but I wasn't sure how high it was or how low it was. Again, before even looking at it, I figured that it would be pretty high up there. So what I did, I basically started searching a little bit and I found this website that's uh, paindoctor.com and it actually lists the top 10 stressful life events uh, based on the Holmes Rise stress scale. So that was quite interesting. And like I said, I knew divorce was on top of there and initially probably I thought, you know what? Death is definitely a, a, a stressful event. 
So I'm sure it's there, but I really, really didn't have any idea. So when I started looking at it, so they gave me the top 10 that are events that are the most stressful in your life. And as I said before, I saw that uh, death is actually number one. So a death of a spouse or child is actually 100 points on that uh, that score. So that score is what they call a life change unit. So I guess it's how to rate those events in your life. So this one has 100. And in number two, again, surprisingly, I knew it was up there, but I wasn't too, too sure where it would stand. It was divorce. So divorce basically has a 73 uh, as a score. Uh, number three, uh, there's marital separation. So again, I guess definitely a difference between divorce and separation. But, you know, for divorce, the scale is uh, 73 and marital separation is 65. I mean, it depends where you are. And obviously, uh, it depends what's involved. Sometimes uh, a marital separation can be as stressful, I think, as as a divorce and vice versa. So I guess it really depends uh, where you're located. Like here, I said, here in Quebec, after a year, you're pretty much like common law, almost considered as married. So even if you're not officially married and you don't get it, you don't have to get a divorce, you probably have to go through very similar things anyway. So, so that's why it could be uh, quite stressful. Number three, marital separation. And number four comes imprisonment, which... Yes, I can see uh, going to prison might be a stressful event. Uh, number five, the, the death of a close family member. So I guess there's a difference uh, between the death of your spouse or your child, you know, as opposed to the family member. So that, I, 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 would, I would tend to agree with that. Number six, we have a personal injury or illness. So again, if you hurt yourself or you get sick or have, you know, probably a terminal disease, that too definitely is on a stress level. And I, they don't make really a difference between yourself or someone close to you. But I, I would assume that, you know, if someone close to you uh, is definitely very stressful. And what's at number seven now? Again, that's kind of another thing I think a, a lot of people would agree. Number seven is marriage. So the, the index of 50, which, again, is definitely a stressful event. And it depends how you involve. And maybe it's more stressful for one of the parties, maybe sometimes more stressful for the wife-to-be than the husband-to-be, uh, or sometimes the opposite. I mean, there's no discrimination in here, but definitely is a stressful event. Usually, as we all know, it takes you know a lot of planning, not necessarily all the time. I mean, you can get a quick wedding, but definitely like the whole planning thing. And I remember going through that for hours. I think it was probably a year, year and a half of preparation I wouldn't say it was like intense for a year and a half, but about a year and a half before the actual date, you start thinking about, you know, booking the, the venue and all those big things. So it definitely adds a stress. And I think the closer you get to the actual wedding day, uh, the stress level gets to uh, all time high. And I think it's a, also a good indication of, you know, how two people can work together because it's very challenging. <laughs> and I'd say, I, I don't think uh, the planning of our wedding was hell, but definitely there was a lot of stress there. And I could see how it gets very, very stressful when you get to that day and you start sometimes doubting yourself and say, oh, is that the right thing I'm doing <laughs> after all this, right? I, but I think most of the time you kind of put that behind you and say, you know what, it's, it's because of the wedding and after that everything will go back to normal. And I guess sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't, but definitely I, I can see that. Number seven, marriage, yes. Uh, the next one close to marriage is basically dismissal from work. 
So losing your job, definitely something stressful. And uh, this is like number, uh, the score is 47. So it's close to marriage. Uh, that's another big event, obviously, uh, depending, you know, if you're young and uh, you have no responsibility, it might be a bit different than if you have a family and you have kids. So definitely losing your job is a big uh, life-changing event. Again, very stressful. And I think I kind of agree like where they put in the scale in there. Number nine, they talk about marital reconciliation. So that one is a bit surprising because you can see how stressful it is because you're trying to get back together. And uh, also maybe they include in there going to therapy. And I can see how this is definitely a stressful event in your life. You're not in a good place and you're trying to make things work. And you have all those discussions with your spouse and the therapist. And sometimes you have things that come out that you don't want maybe to hear about, but you know they come out and some, some homework to do and really putting hope in that this will fix everything. So definitely a stressful moment. And as well, that's maybe where you realize sometimes that nothing can be done and kind of pushes to the next step to going to a separation or divorce. So number nine, yes, I, I, I agree on that. And the last one on the top 10 uh, is retirement. They put that at 45, which I'm a bit surprised, but again, I'm not retired yet. So I'll see uh, in, a, you know, in a couple of years. But it's still it's still pretty high. I can see how stressful it can be. Uh, obviously, you've been working all your life, and now all of a sudden you stop. And I guess unless you have big plans, it might be something you're looking forward to. But sometimes I think if I look at, for example, my my dad, I can see that you know there's different phases also in the retirement, like divorce and anything else. So you kind of go into a honeymoon phase at first, and you're like, oh, I don't have to go to work every morning now anymore. But after that, you, you need to have something to fill up your day. So, so I can see that definitely as something, uh, something stressful. So to summarize uh, this top 10 list, divorce is actually number two, so very high on that index. And I think we would all agree that it, it is indeed the case. And like I said, initially, it affects everything. Pretty much one of the most stressful things. And uh, obviously, by affecting your life, it affects your work. Before discussing a bit more about the impact of divorce with work, as we know, that's now number two and one of the top uh, most stressful thing. I also found something interesting, same thing, stress levels, but for non-adults. And I was curious to see, obviously we talk about the parents and uh, the adults in there, but you know, if you look at kids, I was curious to see what's in the top 10 uh, list of most stressful events for kids. And if basically the divorce of parents is in there. So I did a bit more research and uh, basically found, again, a list for non-adults at the same time on the same, uh, on the same website. And number one was actually the death of a parent, which was 100, which, again, completely agree. Obviously, when you're a kid, uh, your parents are your world a lot of time and uh, the closest people you know. So definitely the death of a parent, I would see it as a top thing. And number two, Unplanned pregnancy and abortion, which they actually scored that 100 as much as the death of a parent, which kind of a bit surprised. But I guess I've never, uh, you know, <laughs> I've never been through uh, having to go through as in like in an unplanned pregnancy or abortion as a kid. But I can definitely see that as a very, very stressful event, especially depending what type of family uh, you live in and also what happened and all this stuff. 
uh, it could be very stressful to tell your parents and it could be very stressful as well to deal with this as a kid. I mean, <laughs> it's already, I'm sure, very stressful to deal with that as an adult. I can only imagine as a kid and having to deal with all this and the doctor and, and basically living the rest of your life either having a kid when you're super young or basically having an abortion when you're super young as well. So that's number two. Number three is getting married, which, again, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm a bit surprised about that one. But I guess depending of you know the different areas of the world and and countries and maybe states. I mean, the the, the age you can get married is different. So this one has a has a ninety five on the scale. So it's number three, which again, marriage in general is is a stressful event. Uh, number four is actually divorce of parents which has a 90. So I'm, I'm uh, not that surprised that it's high, high up there. Like I said, with a 90 on the scale of uh, out of 100 and number four, definitely. So we can see like as much as, and I think it's not something new that, that I'll, I'll be saying here, but definitely uh, it's a very stressful time for us as parents, but it's also a very stressful time for our kids. And we see it there, like number four on, on the top 10 list. So uh, quickly... Uh, number five, acquiring a visible deformity. That's uh, number five. Fathering a child. I guess that's put them number six. So I guess uh, unplanned pregnancy was maybe more for the women and the fathering a child more on, on the men's side, I guess. Uh, number seven, we get the jail sentence of a parent for over one year. Having your parents going to jail is, I'm sure, is definitely not uh, easy and very stressful. And sometimes, you know, you don't have your dad because... The dad is in jail or the mom, so you basically live with a single parent. So this definitely will cause a lot of stress. Number eight is the marital separation of parents. So this one is number eight with 69 on that scale. And if I compare it with divorce, our parent is 90. I mean, there's a, you know, it's a less stressful event. So I guess, you know, as a kid, if you see your parents that are separated, maybe you still live with some hope that uh, they'll get back together. So there's a stress, but there's always maybe that hope that they do, as opposed to the divorce of parents where it's a done thing. Number nine, the death of a sibling, which this one really surprised me, 68 on that scale. I mean, I would have put the death of a sibling close to that of a parent, but it seems that there's, the divorce is more stressful than the death of a sibling. Again, I don't know how to analyze the result. I'm just kind of throwing them out there, so... So I'm just reading that. And number 10, it's the change in acceptance by peer, which again, in our days with social media and all the stories we hear, definitely is a lot of pressure on the kids. And uh, I think um, acceptance by peers and uh, your social status is very important for kids. So definitely I can see all the stress on that front. And we heard a lot of, you know, very sad stories about kids committing suicide over social media or like, you know, things that happen in there and uh, at school or being bullied and things like that. So definitely I see that as a big stress on that front. One thing I noticed, which is kind of, uh, I wouldn't say strange, but something that I noticed is, yeah, if I look at the top 10 for adults, the first one is 100 on the scale. The number 10 is retirement and it's 45 on the scale. So I wouldn't say it's pretty low, but it's lower as opposed to the scale for the non-adults, which basically it goes from number one as 100 on the scale, which is the death of a parent. And number 10 is 67, so it's still high. So there's a lot of stress in their life, and you can see a lot more than in an adult life. 
So, uh, so anyways, I just wanted uh, to share those stats for Ronaldo just because I think it's important to, uh, to see also as much as divorce is, a, is on top there for the parents, it's also one of the top most stressful events for children. And that's why we really have to make sure we take that in consideration. So now that we talked about, you know, the different stress uh, level for divorce, uh, I was having some discussion with some with uh, with a friend recently about this, and it was kind of funny that if you look at work, so basically you have a job, uh, you have time off for your vacation, because and you have mental health days as well now. It's kind of a popular thing, so if you don't feel well, you can take some days off, and I think it's a good thing that can be taken. Uh, sickness, obviously, if you're sick, you can take time off, depending of the sickness and everything else, and so that's that's fine. I mean, you'll never have trouble getting that. And usually it's part of the job and, and the benefits that you get. The other thing that you also get is even a moving day. I don't know if it's everywhere, but I know here when I moved, I think they give you a day or two for moving. So because it's it's a big thing too, if you buy a house and you move and obviously you need to, uh, you need sometimes to basically go from one place to the other. So they give you a moving day. Marriage as well. When you get married, I know a lot of people take their vacation but some companies that I've been working for, they also gave a, a, you know, a couple of days for a wedding. We talk about the stressful events, like obviously retirement, you know, <laughs> you get the rest of your life free, but yeah, you get some time off for that. And also, again, if you, I talked about mental health day that you get that you can take for anything, but there's also, uh, there's any uh, illness or issues or mental health issues as well. You can get, get some time off so that you can focus on that. So I mentioned marriage, uh, funeral as well. So if there's funerals, often you can go back and say, you know what, yeah, I have a funeral and you get some time off. But the question I have here is for divorce, there's nothing. I don't know if it's a common thing and maybe uh, you guys out there can tell me, but there's nothing planned for divorce or separation. There's no time off. And it's also very frustrating because sometimes it would be nice for the parents. Again, I'm talking about dads and moms. Uh, since the divorce in, impacts everything in your life, to be able to get some time off during that time and at least having the employers being a bit more understandable about that. And the funny thing is we talk about illness. For example, illness is what? Number six on the most stressful list. We talk marriage, that it's uh, number seven on the list. Marital reconciliation. Uh, retirement is like, you know, number nine, number 10. But divorce and marital separation, which is number two and three, there's nothing that is given to the employees, the, the parents, the dad and mom for that. And I don't know about you guys, and I'm sure it's the same thing, right? Like I said at the, at the, at the beginning, it's a big impact on your life in general. It costs a lot of money. So there's always this kind of, uh, kind of stuck, you need time off to deal with it. You need time off to go f see lawyers, to go in court. You need time off to deal with even that divorce with the other parent, to go to therapy. Uh, sometimes, again, you might need just time off just to kind of relax a bit and not be as stressed because there's a lot of stressful moment in there. But uh, as far as the work goes, there's, there's nothing that's done for that. So I think uh, as this being one of the top life-changing event, I, I think that employers should be more and more aware of this and aware of the impact that it has on their employees. And again, same thing as anything else, right? There are impacts. I mean, if you're stressed because you're going through a divorce, usually you'll be less productive 
not because you want to be, but because it's with the stress and everything else, you'll be less productive. You'll be less able to, let's say, if you have to travel or do some specific uh, task. So it will be harder to do that. And just managing that, managing the divorce, kids, maybe having a new place, maybe high conflicts as well. Sometimes there's high conflicts. So, uh, so again, if I go back to my experience, I, I remember it was very difficult because I didn't want to miss work because by missing work, you're not getting paid. And you want to get paid because everything is very expensive. And sometimes you even want to work a bit more, work overtime, because you have to pay for lawyers and you're trying to get as much money as you can. Often at that time, um, nothing is established. You don't have an agreement or anything. So what's happening is, at least in my case, I was paying for everything. At one point, I had to find a new place, a new apartment. And for a while, until we got the agreement, I had to pay for two places, which saw our money. And again, I couldn't take days off. So I needed to get some time to go see, for example, a lawyer, uh, some time off to deal with that, or even at home sometimes, just time off and dealing with the kids. Or I couldn't do that. And uh, thinking about it now, it would be such a great thing if companies would start thinking about that and just kind of have a better support for that. And if you're going through a divorce, your feelings, and that's also another part that's very difficult. So you don't want to talk about your feelings and anything else uh, with your uh, with your friends. So imagine going to your boss. I didn't want anybody to know until it was done. And even then, I mean, at one point I knew I had to call to change my status, but I don't know. Still, to this day, you kind of feel ashamed about it. And uh, on top of that, like I said, it was a period of, of, of my life too that there was a lot of work, had to travel. So it was very difficult to uh, to manage that. And my stress level was definitely 100 at that point, trying to deal with everything. And the kids in there too. The kids are a big part. It's a big change for them. So all this together really caused for, I would say, in my case, definitely for say, probably a year, kind of caused a lot of stress. And uh, it was really difficult. And when we think about mental health, people uh, just going in burnout and even burnout. You see, I didn't even talk about one of the events. For burnout, you also might get some time off for that too as well if you do a work burnout. Anyways, so my point was that basically uh, being a top stressful event in your life, one of the most stressful events, I think definitely having some time would be great. And I think that all starts with trying to having maybe some plans, like company having plans for that and basically making sure it's not as much as, a, I don't know, I would say a stigma, but as much as seen as a thing that you can deal on the side and maybe seen as, again, one very important thing. And I think having all the support as well from work, even, even if it's just, again, giving some time off would really, really greatly help and would kind of push that uh, stress a bit down and you'll be able to deal and manage with, with your life. There's also, if you get in custody battles, obviously, if you have children and they get involved and all this gets involved, it's very stressful. And that's the last thing you want to think about is work. Um, the communication with your ex-spouse can be also something very stressful. If you get, you know, text, 2,500 texts per day or emails or uh, letters from the lawyers, I mean, it, it can definitely be very stressful and keep you not focused on work. So those are all things that get affected in your work life and things to think about. And I'm sure like a lot of you guys out there can see yourself in there and are dealing with that or will be dealing with that. But 
definitely if you have a good work support system in place and if you can talk to your boss, talk to HR even maybe, maybe that would be an idea, you know, to kind of go to HR and basically everything you talk to is kind of confidential. You can have a talk with HR and, and your boss and see how you can manage that. But like I said, it's something I haven't really looked at and I kind of went without any help on that front and still worked a lot and dealt with life in general, dealt with the divorce, legal stuff, the kids. And it was, it was a lot. And I think that's why at some point you get so overwhelmed, you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So that's, uh, that's what I wanted to talk about this week. And the episode's a bit longer than usual, but I think it's a topic that's definitely worth talking about and would be great to have some change in there since talk about the most stressful thing being the divorce, but also there's more and more divorce happening. So it's not the same as it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. So I think that definitely on the work side, it will be something great to look at and see if we can be supported through divorce, either again, by your workplace or maybe one or maybe even like as part of insurance or benefits or our government, you know, there's healthcare programs and things like that. The government here gives, you know, a year for if you have a baby. So maybe that, that would be also, that could be also something to look at to be able to make a change. I don't have uh, obviously the, the perfect solution for that, but I think just to kind of make people aware about it and talking a bit more about it to colleagues, uh, to your boss would definitely help on that front. And I think that's, that's really the goal of this discussion to kind of open a discussion for it because it doesn't seem that it's going to go down and it will definitely become more and more of a problem and it will cost money. I mean, you know, we talked, even if you look at the workplace, we talked about the emotional impact and the stress and everything else. But as an employer as well, this will cost you money. Those are all indirect costs. If your productivity goes down, if you have to miss some days from work, uh, sometimes you have to quit your job and find a more paying one because you can't really manage with the job you have. And sometimes you have to quit your job because you have to move or a lot of things like that. So that's definitely uh, something to, uh, to look at. And men out there, dads, I think uh, we have to do a bit of a better job to kind of share our, uh, our situations with the people around us and to talk a bit more about it, to try to get some help on that front as well, at least to kind of help a bit on the stress level. And again, uh, it's like, you know, when you talk to your friends and you announce the news and they're all there to support you, I'm sure the workplace and people around you will be more than happy to help at different levels. And I think the more it happens, the more it will be part of all the other life events that are dealt with in a workplace. So I hope you enjoyed the episode this week. It was very interesting to kind of look at and to do a bit of research on. If you have any questions or any comments about it, or any ideas or anything else you want to talk more about, please feel free to reach out. As you know, my email address is thedivorcedaddiaries at gmail.com. So anytime you can reach me, you can go to my website, www.thedivorcedaddiaries.com. You can send me a message from there as well if you want. You can listen to all the previous episodes. Pretty much everything is on there. So please don't hesitate. If there's anything you want to talk about, if you want to just say hi, please don't hesitate. And you can also reach me on uh, the social media everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's all listed on my website as well. And please don't hesitate to pin me there or send me some, uh, some articles or some comments or anything. 
I hope you all have an amazing week. 